It's time for Spooky, the Spooky Podcast. Chris L. Dillon and Shane K. Witty. Spooky. The Spooky Podcast. My name is Shane K. Witty. And my name is Chris L. Dillon. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, no, wait. Oh. Oh, I messed that up. I'm Chris L. Dillon. Oh, and I'm Shane K. Witty. Right. We had a Freaky Friday moment right well, yeah, there we real did, quick. Man. It's, it's, you know, holidays. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> my brain's not where it normally is. <laughs> I've been worried about Legos and how many candy canes each kid gets. <laughs> so Christmas is over. We've... We're in a very special situation because the day that you're, if you're listening to this, the day it's released, it actually is the same day that we're recording it. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. But you're going to get lucky. You're going to get lucky. I'll, 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 I'll get it done. You're totally getting some tonight. You're totally yeah. getting some. You're, getting, you're totally getting some. It's going to happen. Some of that spooky. <laughs> some of that sweet, sweet spooky. Spooky podcast. Coming all, at you. All up in you. On the Friday when it's supposed to be, uh, it's, it's all lathering you, Instead of like what's... a like a bath bomb, <laughs> yeah, of cinnamon and lavender, yeah, and glitter, glitter in it. <laughs> Gotta have the glitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody knows that's the best vampire power ever. <laughs> so we're on like. Episode like eighteen or something. I think S- something like that. Yeah. I think it's like eighteen. Like it's getting too. It's getting too high for me uh-huh. to keep count. Exactly. Which yes, I understand. That sounds probably pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it seventeen? Is it eighteen? I don't know. It could be. Oh no. Maybe I we know. should keep notes or something. <laughs> but that would be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. We're just we don't we don't do that. That normal shit, like keeping notes or like research. Records. Research. What is that? Preparation. Huh? Get out Why of here. would I research something if I didn't search for it in the first place? Right, right. This is independent. This is, this is a gonzo podcast. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> right. Just flying by the seat of our pants. How was your week, sir? My week was all right. Um, what day is it? Okay, it's so it's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. And uh, no, it was good. You know, I had a pretty good Christmas. Mm-hmm. Made some, made some foods. Mm-hmm. I, I ate was a some little, of that food. I was a little disappointed with the foods. I don't know why. Well, just because I'm, I'm a, a, I'm a snob. I guess. I'm and I was like, oh, because. Went with the roast beef. Didn't do the, you know, turkey and ham or anything like that. Went with the roast beef, and I was just like, yeah, it could have been a little bit more tender. It was fine. It was more than fine. It was great. It was a nice Christmas dinner. Warms my tummy. Warmed the cockles of my heart. (laughs) (laughs) With, uh, well, you know, like I was I'm yeah. very happy with the, the Mrs. Sides. Like, yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. I was just, I was just mad about my, those like, it could be a little bit more tender. That was great. Like I said, well, I, I walked, you. I walked away from the table with toasty cockles. 
toasty cockles? Yeah. <laughs> Not clogged cockles? Nope. <laughs> but like, that was so much richness and deliciousness. I'm going to have a heart attack in three, two, one. <laughs> oh, Lord! <laughs> My kids are out of town visiting their grandma. And so, you know, I'm kind of missing them. So there's still like a whole F-ton of Christmas presents. Yeah, so you, you guys kind of get to have uh, Christmas too, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. No, totally doing it when they get back. Yeah. And they're all happy because they're like all, oh, we come back the first day of school. But because we're coming back on the first day of school... We ain't going to school. Yay, we get an extra day. We get to stay home and have Christmas 2 revelations. Christmas 2 revolutions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, well, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the most exciting sentence I've heard uh, yes. <laughs> while at work uh, this yes. week. Give them, give them the and tale. The, give a little backstory. You know, grab a dictionary and just flip it to any page. Pick a word. Flip it to another page. Pick another word. Flip another page, pick another word. I don't know, go about like five times doing that to make yourself a sentence. Or, you know, something that slightly, maybe, kind of, sort of resembles a sentence. Right, right. All right. So, so, here's one of the, the travelers. And it's, he's, he's talking... And it's all incoherent nonsense. Yeah. It's all shoo. <laughs> Pie. <laughs> that won't get annoying at all. No, not at all. This goes on and on. And then he stops in a. Is it lucid? A lucid state when yeah. you know what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, he stops. He looks at me dead serious. And he's like, and this is why the generals need to call the Pentagon to drop bombs on North Korea. Because they have sharp teeth and dreamy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck do I do with that? I have no fucking idea what to do with that. I think I'd be stuck trying to figure out like, what he's referring to. The this of the sentence. Like, the the gas station? Yeah. The Twinkies? Like, what? The, today's newspaper? Is that why the generals need to call the Pentagon? Well, the generals are already at the Pentagon. 
they didn't call themselves because they're on Christmas break, dude. Uh, oh, own. that's oh, that's totally right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Military operations totally shut down during the holidays. I never spent a Christmas away from home. Never, never. <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, and I got a new window for the car. Awesome. Finally. Yeah. So, like, and now I'm all like, oh, I got to wash all the other windows (laughs) because the new window's all pristine. (laughs) Like, it still doesn't look like there's a window there. All the other ones are all cloudy. (laughs) I'm like, oh, Got to get some Windex up in this up in this piece. Well, it's probably a good time because I have a feeling like we've been unusually warm here in Albuquerque. I mean, not to say that it's been warm, but warmer than usual this time of year. So I'm kind of feeling like uh, our January and February are going to be just. Oh no, it's going to be a dick punch. Yeah. (laughs) So that might have been pretty good timing on your part. <laughs> to have the, the window to protect you from the elements. Yeah. Well, it doesn't bother me because. Oh, well, you're on the driver's side. I'm usually the one driving. Yeah. The, the missus, on the other hand, is all better get a fucking window in this shit. Oh, and due to what I said about the Christmas and holiday movies last week, talking to the missus. Yeah. She's she's like, you're talking smack about my holiday movies? And then she shook her fist at me. I was like, I'm sorry. Watching Christmas movies in July is weird. <laughs> like, I don't think... It, I, like, I, I took it not as that you had a problem with the movies themselves. It sounded to me that it was really just more of the repetitiveness... The amount of time <laughs> seeing them, which you know, I can kind of understand. Like you, you are well aware of the fact that my favorite movie of all time is The Warriors. I've probably yeah. seen The Warriors thirty times, like, and that's probably a conservative <laughs> estimate. You're erring on the side of caution with yeah. that estimate. Yeah, I am. Uh, but I, you know, I don't, I don't think I could like watch it like over and over and over and over again. Uh, like, I have to have a little bit of space. Like, I could probably watch The Warriors once a week. You know what I mean? Understandable. Like, I have a favorite album. And yeah. that album came out in 1996, I think. And I've probably listened to that album once a week since it came out. And what's, what's, what's the favorite album? Uh, okay, very... I doubt if anyone's going to know <laughs> this album. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe we'll get lucky. So it's by a band called The Pie Tasters. They're my second favorite band of all time. Uh, it's their live album. It's called The Pie Tasters Are Strapped Live. And I know, like, every nuance of that album. <laughs> because I've heard it so many times. I love it so much. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> it's like one of those things, because it's a live album. And so, you know, sometimes they have, like the like, the banter between songs and stuff. And so if I hear, sometimes I'll hear, like, the studio version of that song, and it's, I've, I've heard the live version so much that it kind of throws me off to not hear, like, the banter 
or like you know play playing live you you never play at the same speed that you played when you like you yeah, recorded uh-huh. it so like the tempo is a little different and like so like the actual studio recordings of the songs that are on that album just they sound weird to it's, me it's, it's, no, like to me i hate live albums i usually do too yeah. <laughs> for the most part I hate live albums. Yeah. I love, you know, obviously live shows, but yeah. they're like, oh, ah, it's been a year and a half and we haven't written anything. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> Let's put together a collection of us playing all of our old stuff live yeah. Yeah. and put that out on an album. It's like being in Europe. Yeah. How many Madness albums there are is <laughs> yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I, you know, in that scenario, I don't actually ever really blame the band. I sort of blame like people around them and their fans. Like that's the problem because, like, I, you know, I've played in a few bands, and there was some talk once about recording a live album, and it was, and, and basically anybody who ever floated the idea was like. Oh man, you guys are so so good live. Like you guys have so much energy and it's a lot of fun. And so you should record a live album. And pretty much every time I was like, no, we're not going to do that because even if you record a live show like that, you're not going to capture that energy that you would, you know, that you would feel if you were there. It had to real. be like it had to be like a secret recording. Yeah. Like, the band couldn't know that they were secretly being recorded yeah. for a live album. Yeah, that that would help, too. Because otherwise, then they'd be, like, trying to force the issue. Yeah. I'm like, just, and I just wanted to say another thing. Don't be Gargamel and go and try it out and try to eat Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> don't, name, don't name your cat Asriel. <laughs> no, I just find, and it's, it's very rare that you'll find a band that, uh, is just as good in the studio as they are on stage. Um, like it's it's so rare to find, and so that's why I was always against like recording a live album because I don't generally like them either, which is silly because you know Pie Strap Live is one of my favorite albums of all time, but it's the only live album I listen to. Yeah, um, I did like when uh, MTV used to actually play music. Uh, and they the unplug the unplug things, but oh yeah, you know I just like that because you know it still had studio quality, but it was just you know acoustic. Yeah, well, I mean, I remember with, like watching like you know because they they'd film it too, they'd make a show mm-hmm. out of it, and you know I probably saw the Nirvana one like a hundred times, and it was just sort of like you could tell that it was almost like they had bouncers in the studio. For like the audience, like oh, just shut your mouth, shush. You can clap for fifteen seconds after they're done, and that's it. <laughs> I don't want to hear no, any of your nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great one. Dave Grohl's in a turtleneck, yeah, and he's playing the drums all softly. But like any other Nirvana live thing, he's beating those drums like they stole something from him. Yeah. I don't even think he had like regular drumsticks. I think they had no, to play with brushes. No, he had those right? little brushes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And I, I don't know. I just got like like flashbacks to like, you know, uh Ed Sullivan's show, you know, where the drummer was always like happy and peppy and just moving their head and smiling all 
Like Ringo? <laughs> yeah. I'm hitting drums. Yep. And then the Who comes around. <laughs> Keith moves all. Yeah. And then they You couldn't see that, but I just flipped Chris off. Yeah, and then the rest of the band just smash everything on the stage. Totally. My favorite of the MTV Unplugged actually was probably the Oasis one. And it was just because, like, the story goes, and I'm inclined to believe it, that the Gallagher brothers had an argument right before going on stage. What? That's unusual. (laughs) That sounds crazy. So, uh... So Liam, the singer of Oasis, he just refused to play. <laughs> so he just went out in the audience. He just went and sat in the audience. And Noel uh, just took over singing. <laughs> so it's not even all of Oasis. It's like most of Oasis playing and then the lead singer Oh, is that the one where he's like, the, yeah, he's sitting out in the crowd and yeah. he's got like the fisherman's hat on. Yeah, he's all. got sunglasses, a fisherman's hat, and he just looks all pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That doesn't sound like Oasis at uh, all. The Gallagher band. brothers, no. I love that. They band. have they a loving. Great. They have a loving relationship. Yeah. Huh. They, Call yeah. each other potatoes as an insult. Yeah, potatoes oh. and nipples. You're being <laughs> a fucking nipple. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, whatever. You <laughs> fucking potato. <laughs> what? Yeah, those were good. And then was uh, the the biggest one was the Eric Clapton one. Because that appealed that appealed to not only Whoa. like you know uh, aging boomers who were like oh Clapton oh yeah but then also like the soccer mom demographic uh, you know Clapton's music brought down to this like slower acoustic it just worked out real well like the soccer moms and accountants you know so bringing in people who wouldn't normally dudes in uh, cargo shorts you know, yeah people who shut up I own cargo shorts. <laughs> You own them, but I've never seen you in them, thankfully. It's because I would blind you with the whiteness of my legs. That's all right. I own a pair, too. And they're, I own, they're, part, they're part of my cleaning the house uniform. Oh, okay. Well, no. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And the because other part, you have extra pockets to hold extra cleaning supplies. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And then you have stuff in the pockets, and then you can hang spray bottles off of the pockets for extra storage. Boom. It works out really well. And then, uh, uh, to honor my Filipino heritage, that's also the only time that I wear flip-flops. <laughs> no one will ever see me in them. Because no one will ever see me clean my house. Because I'll be in cargo shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> With no shirt. And for some reason, jelly in my beard. Yeah. And then, you know, if I... You don't know me. Yeah. And then if I... When I when I take a break to you know maybe have lunch you know I'll just like just squat in the middle of the <laughs> kitchen and just eat my sandwich. <laughs> I won't even sit down. <laughs> maybe maybe. Oh god. Maybe if the maybe if the cleaning bucket's empty at the moment, I can flip it over and sit on that. But most of the time, just 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 squat right in the center of the kitchen. Right in the middle of the kitchen. Yeah. Just Take eat my a sandwich. bite out of my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Share it. Share it with any. Share some of it with any of the any wildlife that might wander by. Yeah. Back to my roots. <laughs> Keep it real, son. Honoring, Keep it real. Honoring those who came before me. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's about it for my week. I got a new window. Sweet. Um, the generals have to call the Pentagon <laughs> to bomb the North Koreans. Well, I haven't been paying attention to the news. I don't know if they did or not, but we'll see, I suppose. Uh, no, so far, we're not dead. So far, as far as I know. <laughs> but I could yeah. be wrong. <laughs> like, I don't know. With as crazy as our country has gotten, I won't. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw that guy next week being named as the new secretary of whatever the fuck. Right. Yeah. No. Kind of at this point, the way the world's going, I like. If I were to just suddenly, you know, like wake up in a hospital bed and someone was like, "You've been in a coma for the past, you know, two years," I think my reaction would probably be like, "Oh." You know, that answers a lot of questions. Like, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Wipe my brow. Phew. Okay. It was all just a dream. I wish. That's, that's the only time I'd accept that scenario. Real life, movie, TV, whatever. That's the only time I'll accept that scenario. Oh, come on, Bobby. JR was worried about you the whole time while you had a dream. What? Yeah, maybe maybe I'm like an autistic kid just staring into a snow globe. There you go. <laughs> You're imagining this whole world. It Sorry, millennials. Not, you I'm probably not, don't understand the reference. <laughs> back in the olden days. <laughs> back in the olden days. We had this thing called network TV. <laughs> That actually had programs on it, mm-hmm. and not. Um, and you only got what an is episode. That one with the snow globe is that Saint Saint Elsewhere? Yeah, Saint Elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And that's yeah, yeah. That was the mind blowing moment. It, right? Is because when you find out that the, the whole thing was in that autistic kid's mind, and he was just staring in a snow globe, and it's like, oh, that's why it's called Saint Elsewhere, because uh-huh. he's in the elsewhere. Yeah. He's not here. He's elsewhere. Because <laughs> we didn't demand a lot from our entertainment back then. <laughs> and now we demand too much. <laughs> and we don't get it. <laughs> you know, there's a great old, there's a great, um, oh God, dating myself. I'm all, there's a great old song from the, the early 90s. Oh, when I had my youth and dreams. Um, <laughs> it was by, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Okay. And the name of the song was 57 Channels and okay. Nothing's On. So 57 <laughs> Channels and There's Nothing On. I'm like, we got 4,532 channels now. Yep. And there's nothing on. Unless I don't have that channel. And then suddenly everything I want to watch is on that one channel I don't have. And then I get the channel, and they're like, "All oh, oh no, all those, all that shit you wanted to watch, no, yeah. totally gone." <laughs> it, it's, not it, too, not too keen on the programming they have these days on the <laughs> on the Weather Channel. So then I tried the Weather Channel too, but that wasn't so much better. But I keep, but I hear that the Weather Channel Extreme is pretty alright. Oh man! So I might have to check that one out. Yeah. But I don't have the right cable package for it. Uh-huh. I need to pay an extra $30 a month to get Weather Channel Extreme. Damn it. So, I don't know if it's worth it. 
Maybe I'll cancel my Hulu. <laughs> get the Weather Channel Extreme. Can I get what? Can I get Weather Channel Extreme on demand, please? <laughs> right? Maybe I'm at work. It's almost 2018, y'all. And I want to watch the hurricane with the the blizzard. <laughs> where they just <laughs> where they just throw a GoPro into the tornado. <laughs> Turn it on, just toss it in there. <laughs> I want to watch that. <laughs> Like, oh, my vertigo's acting up. I don't know why. Because I'm watching this giant swirling mess going on. On Weather Channel Extreme. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Fucking tornado going by. A fucking monster truck jumping it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Where's that entertainment, America? I'd be into it. I don't even care if it's fake. CGI that shit. Come on, bam. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville, get on that shit. Uh, poor Johnny Knoxville. He can't do that stuff anywhere. Did you know that the guy is a colostomy bag? Well, I heard he broke his dick, too. Yeah. He got, like, I think, like, a horse stepped on it or something. Yeah. Well, so, you know, you he know. pees in a bag now. Has for the past like ten years. Well, you know, you do stupid shit. Yeah, bad shit happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like Steve-O, I think was a little. I mean, at least back then, was a little smarter about it. Not these days, but back then, he. You know, I mean, he was doing kind of wild shit, but he seemed a little more. Uh, uh, well, he's more know. trained than everybody else. Yeah, everybody he actually went to clown in... school and shit. Yeah. Um, well, didn't you? Use... Because you went to clown school here, right? Don't we have a clown college here? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I used to, and he used I used to, to see him at Denny's all the time. Yeah, he used to... Uh, how he'd get free meals, he would, like, do tricks Yeah, he'd, like, his big one was doing handstands on the chairs. Like, because they had wheels on them, they were rolly chairs. And then he'd, go, he'd do handstands on them. And uh, the, uh, whoever's working at Denny's would be like, yay! And then give him a grand slam. <laughs> I, I you motherfuckers it. I couldn't give him times. a fucking moons over my hammy or a super bird? Nope. <laughs> Jeez. Denny's, man. Corporate America. Corporate America. I only give him a free grid <laughs> slim. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'd sprinkle a little cheddar cheese in his eggs or something as a treat. Be like, hey, Steve I put a little extra black pepper in that for you. You're welcome. <laughs> I think it was an episode of Jackass where uh, there was like uh, where he when he swallowed the goldfish, and I remember the first time I saw this. So this must have been early two thousands, and I saw the episode, and they made a big deal about like, oh, he's never done this before, and I was like, bullshit! I've seen him do that four or five times. <laughs> he's been doing that shit for years, just swallowing goldfish. It's not like it's hard. It's just gross. You know, and I just don't think the guy has a gag reflex. Like, I think he fakes it. I mean, I haven't, you know, not to say that I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. I've never tried it myself, but <laughs> I don't have firsthand experience. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Practice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. But, yeah, so that was basically the, the course of my week. Nice. How was your week? <clears throat> Pretty good. 
I went over to my best friend's house on Christmas and had some pretty tasty roast beef that was nice and soft and melted in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> it's delicious. Are you cheating on me? <laughs> I'm talking about you. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure. Uh, we, uh, um, the, uh, the the holiday work that I was doing has obviously ramped down a bit, and so a bit. yeah, so I, I'm actually not even working at all this week, and then, uh, like I think next week I'm scheduled for like a day, so I've been spending a lot of time at home, uh, which is nice because my son's home and he you know finally came home, opened his Christmas presents, and he's been locked into that VR uh, ever since, uh, which has been pretty good. It's been pretty entertaining. We've been taking turns on watching it. the watching the videos of him, and you're like, he's totally into the menu. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like the menu of one of the games. It's like a it's like a, a like little like like mini games almost like games that only last like half hour tops. Uh, this disc has like I don't know, six or seven on there. And so in the menu, when you're choosing the games, there's always this, like, sort of floating ball that's sort of in front of you. And uh, depending on what game you're sitting in front of, it, it's made out of different material. Uh-huh. And you can take the controller and you can hit the ball and it'll go bouncing around. And it'll, like, you know, and obviously the physics are different depending on what the ball is made out of. And uh, so, like, uh, there's, like a, a, like, a rubber, like, bouncy ball. You hit it and it just... You know, plagues oh, all around the room. Yeah, it's like Super Bowl in the yeah. empty room just goes all over the place. Yeah. Uh, the one that I I enjoy is it's uh, it's supposed to be made out of uh, asphalt, and it's spinning. <laughs> and so you can just kind of move the controller toward it, and then if you just sort of graze it, it like it's like as if it's like you know, uh, grinding against it and like sparks come flying out and the whole, you know, the controller shakes and it's all, and it's pretty entertaining to me. Oh, and your idea of putting like giant googly eyes on the VR goggles is great. <laughs> and you can totally get those at the dollar store. Just putting that out there. Well, I want to, uh, do they have like the really big ones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have to head over there and do that. <laughs> Cause I was just going to order my, I'll talk Amazon. to, I'll talk to the missus because she got some for, um, my youngest son's birthday cake that she made. Not this year, but last year when yeah. he wanted the poop emoji cake. Oh, right. <laughs> and she's like, really? Because she loves baking. Yeah. And she's like, I literally have to make a cake that looks like shit. <laughs> like, that's what he wants. <laughs> Sorry. My kids take after me, and hey. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, dollar store, right. and get some giant googly eyes. Sweet. I'm totally going to put it on there. No, on. I totally want to see that video. <laughs> see Oh, just watching the videos you posted, I was dying. I'm like, thing looks like his neck. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to also get him a neck exerciser machine. Get him doing some neck exercises. Just looked like it was so heavy on his head. I'm like, oh, you just add googly eyes to it. Oh my god, yes, great idea. It's gonna be hilarious. It's actually it's actually really light. It's just he's he for whatever reason he spends a lot of time in it like looking down. He likes to look at the ground and like what's going on on the ground. 
I've yeah. noticed. Which I kind of understand because we were playing one uh, and I had the headset on. And I was kind of freaking out because whatever, in the game it like takes place uh, like in a kitchen. Like an old 50s style kitchen. And uh, like you're, you're, like you're a cat basically. So you're low to the ground. And uh, and I was kind of freaking out. Like Finn's, it was it was a thing where one person has the helm, the the VR uh, visor on, and then the other person has the controller, and you guys, you know, doing different things. And he was getting kind of irritated with me because I was like focused on the floor because they had done it so well and so realistic, so immersive. It feels like you're there. And then like I look down on the ground, and you know, it's got that like checker, like that old fifty style checkerboard yeah, linoleum. The, the, uh... Yeah, and uh, like they actually made it look like it has uh, like mop streaks on it, like it had just been mopped, and that was freaking me out. I was like, "What the? That's some attention to detail, sir." <laughs> <laughs> so it's like little things like that that really help the immersion, you know. Uh, so I, I guess I kind of understand why he tends to be looking at the ground a lot. <laughs> Well, no, it's crazy because I've seen like you know they they'll bring uh, VR guys will bring in like professional athletes or celebrities, yeah, and you know they bring them into this room, uh-huh. and they put the VR on, yeah, and they're like, okay, walk, and so you know you're in a room that's got like a solid floor or whatever, but I've noticed the majority of people. Stare at the floor. Yeah. But, yeah, you had some googly eyes to that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was like, uh, I was I was goofing on one of the games that's kind of a shooter kind of deal. And uh, I had to kind of laugh at myself because there was, you know, because you can, like, sort of duck and, you know, uh, you know, move side to side. You can get behind cover sort of thing. And uh, I actually, at one point, I had, you know, I was, like, kneeling, uh, you know, because in the game there was, like, a, you know, a, a column or something that I was like, like kneeling behind, or it was like it was it was big crates. That's what it was, and so I was like kneeling behind the crates. And then when I went to stand up, I just instinctually put my hand out to put my hand on the crate to you know to uh-huh. uh, support myself standing up. But that crate's not real, <laughs> <laughs> so my hand just went nope. <laughs> so I head butted the coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's so much fun, but there's a there's a lot of opportunity to feel real stupid when uh, when you're playing that. Uh, my uh, my niece came and hung out and was sort of watching, and then uh, my boy was like, "Dad, play the play the horror game," and uh, yeah, so I played it for like half an hour, and they all just sat on the couch and laughed at me um, because that shit is real scary. And there's sort of you know there's this instinct to sort of put your hands over your eyes. I was like, I don't want to see this, and so I bring my hands up. But that does nothing because <laughs> I'm in a visor. And then just sort of in a panic, like I forget that I can just close my eyes. <laughs> it's a good time. I like it. Oh, well, I'm going to have to come over sometime soon and check yeah, this out. Hell yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, it's like yeah. watching your one friend, like everybody else is sober, and your one friend <laughs> tripping their balls off. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, "No, man, no!" And so you start fucking with them. You know, so you're like, "So when you turn the light off, are you turning the darkness on?" <laughs> Fuck you! You 
totally fucking with my head right now. <laughs> I've I've found through the VR that I, I uh, I'm I'm far more easily entertained than I thought. Um, like I've found that one of the most entertaining things to do for me, at least, is to just throw things around, just pick something up and then just throw it, <laughs> and it's just really entertaining. <laughs> You're a crotchety old man. I just want to throw things at things. Get off my lawn. Yeah, yeah right. pretty much. Well, we're in New Mexico. You don't have a lawn. Uh, get off my uh, zero. Get off my zero escape. <laughs> get off my rocks. <laughs> totally. So uh, then, yeah. tell your mom to come over and get my rocks off. Yeah. All right. Now. Uh, so yeah, that's the, so that was pretty good. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and of course. On Christmas, there is always the Doctor Who Christmas special, uh, which is a uh, which is a tradition in my house that we watch Doctor Who on Christmas. And uh, so this was the uh, the episode with the regeneration from Doctor Twelve, the Twelfth Doctor, to the Thirteenth Doctor, and then they also had the First Doctor. It was kind of an interesting episode where uh, because the original, you know, the show started in the '60s. And, uh, I mean, obviously the guy who played the first Doctor, he's super dead. Um, but the, <laughs> he's not just dead, he's he's super dead. He's super dead. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they got they got an actor, like a look-like actor, a guy who can act like him and stuff. So he played the first Doctor. And so, like, sort of the uh, conceit of the episode is that the 12th Doctor uh, ends up going back in time to an episode from the 60s. Like when uh, there, there was an episode in the '60s, something happened, and the Twelfth Doctor uh, shows up in that time, and so it's the First Doctor and the Twelfth Doctor kind of bombing around together, and uh, that's just real entertaining. They did this thing in it, and I, 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 I know, I know that the Twelfth Doctor is your favorite Doctor. He right? is my favorite Doctor, yeah. Even yeah. more than Dreamy Magoo. Look, see, here's the thing, and I might, you know, okay, listeners, I know a lot of people are not going to agree with me, but, like, I loved David Tennant as the Doctor, the Tenth Doctor. He was great. Uh, Like, I, you know, I didn't get it, I I didn't watch Doctor Who when I was a kid, you know, because it was on PBS, and nobody, no kid wants to watch anything on PBS. Except Sesame Sesame Street. Street, Mr. Rogers. Well, Mr. Rogers, you know. Back in the day. But, you know, yeah, yeah, when I was a kid, I was like, why are these people... Running around in like, why uh, do they talk funny? Cardboard boxes that are uh, speak English, you <laughs> English bastards. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know, it's super cheap, and you know, so I just didn't really get into it when I was a kid. But when they rebooted it in two thousand five, I gave it a shot and I enjoyed it. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool show. So, admittedly, and that was the Ninth Doctor when they rebooted it in two thousand five, and then, well, I guess it wasn't even a reboot because it's still the same storyline. But anyway. Uh, but then when they went to the 10th Doctor, that's what sort of solidified my fandom of it. Like, David Tennant was great. Admittedly. Um, but then, because I got into the show, uh, with David Tennant, that made me sort of kind of, that, you, you specifically know how I am. 
and if I become a fan of something, I like I get kind of obsessive about it. You're I don't like all in. I, I don't like I don't like uh, using the word obsessive because I would. It's not like something that invades my thoughts on like a twenty four hour basis. But I want to fucking know everything about it. So you know, I went back and I watched what episodes I could of like the previous, like the classic Doctor Who. Uh, you know, I'm online. I'm reading up on all lore and how things work. It's just that shit's interesting to me. Yeah. So what I sort of realized after doing that is that even though he, uh, David Tennant was a great doctor, um, he is probably one of the, he's like an outlier almost. He, he played the doctor very differently than most other actors in the sense of like, his doctor was very human. Uh, and you know, the doctor is an alien. Yeah. And so, but the, the way Tennant played it, he was, he was very human in his, uh, like his emotions and how he interacted with people. And so that sort of dulled it for me when I, once I sort of realized that. And then, you know, when, when I went to doctor, uh, the 11th doctor, uh, you know, there was a lot of backlash with him initially, but with him is he actually, he played the doctor like a classic doctor. Uh, he was very alien in his, uh, like interactions and I and I I thought it was great. I just I really really enjoyed Eleven. Uh, and then when Twelve came around, and he sort of he kind of took that uh, sort of thing and ran with it. And then sort of taking this this quirky alien sort of dude and then putting it into the context of a cranky old man. Um, but they also call him the punk rock doctor because he's. Like, the actor himself, Peter Capaldi, he used to, uh, back in the 70s, he played in a punk rock band with, uh, he's, like, best friends with, uh, who's that comedian? He did, a, he was on a late night show for Forever Scottish Guy. Uh, like, oh, man, what is that guy's name? Uh, Craig Ferguson. Oh, okay. Uh, like, Peter Capaldi and Craig Ferguson are, like, best friends. And they've been best friends since school. And when they were in high school and college, they played in a punk rock band together Craig Ferguson was in a punk rock band yeah yeah <laughs> and um so he, he kind of brought that like 70s like punk sensibility to the doctor uh and you know shit where like there's like an episode and, I, and, and you know it probably sounds stupid out of context but I thought it was great there was like an episode where he's in uh uh I think it's like like Viking times and he like uh he's supposed to have an axe battle quote unquote axe battle with you know this Viking and then like they're in this arena and then the doors to the arena open up and this Sherman tank comes like rolling out and the doctor's standing on top of the tank and he's just like shredding the Doctor Who theme on a guitar <laughs> and okay. and they're like what are you doing and he's like I'm here for the axe battle and I, I was like yep yep I'm into it um, but yeah, I really, I really loved P Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, and so it was uh, extra special, sad for me because it was this is the episode where he he's leave he left, and then so they're bringing in the Thirteenth Doctor, so he regenerated into the new Doctor. And if you don't know anything about Doctor Who, probably everything that I've just said <laughs> for the past ten, <laughs> like five ten minutes makes no sense. But uh, watch the show, Google it, and uh, thank me what later. What are you talking about? 
Shredding axes on Sherman tanks. <laughs> well, so yeah, like the context of it was is that he had, the doctor had had uh, he had gotten sad, and so he just sort of left. He was he had disappeared, and um, uh, some of the other characters were trying to find him. And they also had since we are not doing really video, quick. you should see the giant grin on <laughs> Chris's face as he talks about this. Go ahead. Anyway, through the sci-fi technology, because the characters, you know, they also can do a little bit of time traveling and, you know, science stuff. And so they're like, what, where, how can we find the Doctor? Because he can literally be anywhere in space and time. And they're like, well, he likes to hang out on Earth, so he's probably on Earth. So we got to figure out what time he's well, in. Well, we got tacos. Hello. Yeah. And then so they were like, okay, look through... Look through time and see if you can find any weird anachronisms. And if you find that, that's probably where he is. And the anachronism was him in Viking times on a Sherman tank with an electric guitar. She had totally been eating that taco at the same time. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, so that was really, really great. I've, I've now watched the episode, I think, three times. Uh, and... Uh, I'm not going to say that I cried every single time, but I am going to say that I cried harder every consecutive time. So that's been pretty good. It's like me with the Punisher. Yeah, I'm walking. I'm walking inside, crying because you know. We got the little ones, so we don't let them watch it. You know, we're not going to play it while they're out there. So I'm out here in the super secret headquarters of Spooky. Right. And watching it on my phone. Uh I'm getting all freaking blubbery. (laughs) You know, snot bubbles, tears running. (laughs) I go inside and the missus is all... What's going on? I'll be like, just, just, <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be getting blubbery watching The Punisher. They nailed it so good. Yeah. If, if you have not watched The Punisher, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. Now, totally. I'm going to be honest. It can get a little gory. It's the Punisher. It's, it's but it's the Punisher. To. It's it's not supposed to be pretty, but they make it. They it's, make it. Uh, there's a, a panel I remember from an old comic. I don't even remember which one, and it's talking about the beauty of a head-on collision. Okay, where like the bumpers, you know, it's a sweet embrace, a tender kiss when they first touch. Yeah, you know, and then it, you know, and then it goes into this big allegory about you know the passion right. of two entities colliding, huh. and um, you know, but yeah, that's what the Punisher is. Yeah, it's it's beautiful in what it is. Sure, but it's the punisher it's punisher yeah it's the punisher it's not the counselor yeah it's not the social worker it's the punisher it's the punisher <laughs> so it does get a little bit gory yeah. however 
being a veteran, seeing how they deal with issues of like PTSD. Yeah, I keep and, hearing like, that. That's camaraderie a... and yeah. stuff. They they fucking nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Like, so do you think that, um, like, so maybe like uh, a service person. Uh, who is suffering from PTSD? Do you think that watching that show would might have a, might have a negative kind of effect? Um, I don't know. It 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 literally depends on the person that that's suffering from it. Right. They could see camaraderie in it, and uh-huh. you know they offer solutions during yeah. the course of the show, and that's one of the things that I like the, the best about it. It's you know like you know there's so many various people who all serve together and you know they're all trying to help each other out one way or the other right and but it can help some people and it could probably trigger some people i mean that's 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 the shitty thing about ptsd and not just with soldiers sure you know civilians and stuff but you know with with my military background the way they handled it for military related PTSD I thought it was fucking spot on spot fucking on and uh right yeah no I was just kind of curious about that because you know I have uh, uh, non-military related experience with PTSD um, so I wasn't sure, like, uh, you know, how, like, if there would be an effect different, you know, from non-military to military, like, how intense it would be for, like, a military person to, you know, do it. I don't know. Yeah. It was just something I was kind of thinking about while well, I was watching like, it. I, I mean, I thought they handled it uh, beautifully. Um, for me, I, I thought it was good because, you know, one of, one of the... the one of the hard things about being a veteran and coming back uh, from that, and, you know, by no means am I trying to, like, you know, up my stuff. I have plenty of brothers and sisters in arms that experienced way more intense shit to me uh, than, than me. Right, not, right. You know, not to me more intense uh, shit than me. And one of the, but one of the hardest things for all of us is coming back and being invisible. You know, we're all, you know, like, you know, the majority of your war movies, it's like all glory and they don't deal with the aftermath and stuff. Right. Um, and, but when you actually come back, Big chunk of society is like, oh, thank you for your service, but you're still invisible. Right. You get your you get your you know ten percent discount at the restaurant, but beyond yeah. that, it's sort of like okay. Gotcha. And just that there's writers out there that can, you know, it and it's a conglomeration of various stories, but it's of people who served. It's just nice to know that they can touch on the darker aspects of what it's like to come home after 
you know, going yeah. through some stuff. And and so I I I think it's it's kind of helpful because it may trigger some you know some emotional responses and stuff, but it also it's like the biggest it's it's the biggest the biggest thing that you can't stand is thinking that you're invisible. Okay. You know. Sure. You know, we're not all American snipers. You know that that are going to get all the fame and the glory, and you know, n- never delve into the dark side of things. Right. You know, there's clerks out there in the military who do amazing jobs to make sure that all of your stuff hits on time. You know, your pay clerks, your you know, the cooks to make sure that you have a warm meal in your belly. It may not be the greatest meal in the world. And trust me, when they bring steak and lobster tail to you, you're like, fuck! <laughs> fuck! <laughs> you're like, why are you so mad? I'm like, if they're bringing us steak and lobster tails, that means we have to go and do something shitty. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, it's going to be some hairy shit. Uh, or the possibility of it. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, I just want... I just want soup. <laughs> oh, is it hot? Great. Yes. <laughs> <Bonus>. <laughs> yeah, the last thing I want in a combat zone is to have steak and lobster. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> You're eating it. You're like, oh, well, I might as well eat it. I mean, yeah, it's good. But with every bite, <laughs> your asshole's getting tighter and tighter and tighter. We're like, fuck. It's a little bittersweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. But, that's interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't looked into it, uh, but I, I, I sort of assumed that, um, you know, on the production of The Punisher and the, uh, the writers, it probably had some serious military experience because there was... Uh, I, and, I don't know. I don't have first-hand experience, but it seemed like there was like an authenticity to it that I don't. I don't usually see uh, in those types of shows. So, yeah, the show's real good. And I, I mean, obviously, you're, it's it's become one of your obsessions. So I'm I'm only on. I haven't hit double digits yet. <laughs> I'm only like on six times through the whole thing. <laughs> But at the same time, it's not like you're just, like, sitting there intently watching all day, every day. I mean, you, you just kind of keep it. It's like background sometimes, right? Like, yeah, you just kinda yeah. Have it on. yeah. No, like, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on when, you know, nobody's around and I go to sleep to it, to be honest right. to, uh, with you. But, no, like, a lot of the tactical things they do in them, it's, it's spot on. Nice. Very nice. All right. So, enough of us fanboying it up. Yeah. Because this is a spooky. The Spooky Podcast. So let's get a little bit into it. You, you, have, you have some updates. I do. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's updates per se so much as an addendum. Right. Additional information. So a postscript. <clears throat> Last week we talked about 
the Yule Lads. We did. Which totally sounds like a great oi band yep. that only does Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> Just an album that every song is a cover of Step Into Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Hark! The Herald Angels sing! Oi, oi, oi! They're like, alright, we're done. See you guys next year. We're gonna come out with Silent Noit. <laughs> Soilet night, holy night. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about the parents. Well, the mother, the mother of the of Yule the Yule lads. lads. Okay, you know, kind of like a pageant mom. Yeah, and you we, know? you know, we mentioned her a little bit. Yeah, gorilla. Talked gorilla. about her a little bit. But I found some, I found some more information about her. All right, a little backstory. A little backstory. All right, about the mother of the Yule lads. All right, so we're the greatest some... Christmas oi band you'll ever hear. <laughs> just getting a little prequel information today. <laughs> All right. So, okay, I'm guessing it's Google Translate. Okay, it made it kind of like I don't what wait what so. Gorilla. Gryla. I don't know. One of the two. We're talking about, you know, Icelandic language here. So, I don't know the proper pronunciation. Right. It's like Gaelic. Yeah. You know, being of Irish descent, I was like, oh, I'm going to learn Gaelic. And then it's like all T-H-Q-R... I'm like, what, uh, is there ever going to be a vowel yeah. here? And it's like 14 letters, and it means, hi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with this one, it's spelled G-R-Y-L-L-A or something like that. Yeah, G-R-Y, uh, whatever little decoration above the Y-L-A. Yeah. Yeah. So, for all, for all we know, it's pronounced Francesca. I don't, you know, <laughs> who knows. Yeah. Be like, I'm going to... Just stop saying that my name's Shane and be like, oh, no, my name's Xavier. <laughs> oh, I know it's spelled like Shane, but no, it's pronounced Xavier. There, there, was, a t- there was a time in my youth when I was um, just, you know, just wanted to be a shit. And uh, we, uh, I worked at a place. I, I, worked at, I worked at IHOP. And uh, back then, we had these stupid things like uh, to, uh, you know, take people's orders. It was yeah. like a, like a fill-in-the-blanks sort of thing. And part of the deal was is you had to, like, like when you when you gave them the check, you signed it. You're like, you know, this is your server. You know, love, Chris. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your meal kind of thing. I don't know. But just to be a shit, I just spelled my name, C-R-I-X, just, you know. Because I actually found that my, my tips went up. Because people would ask me about the spelling of my name. I even changed my name tag. 
and uh, they would ask me about the spelling of my name. And I don't even remember what I said. I just made up some bullshit story about why my name is spelled C-R-I-X. And yes, I'm legally – it's legally spelled C-R-I-X. You know, it was all bullshit. But <laughs> Give me your tips. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I, had, a whole, I had a whole thing about it and I would tell people. And, I, and my tips actually went up <laughs> after that. <laughs> I gave you crepes and a story. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, I really – Really connected with that Chris guy, Chris with an X. Chris with an X. Now, now all I can think of is like a bowl of cereal. Did you get a bowl of cricks this morning? <laughs> it's great. It's a great wheat and rice blend. Well, you know, I mean, when you're when you're when you're 19 and you still have hopes and dreams and. <laughs> You know, a good, you know, a positive outlook on life. You know, oh. things come to you. You try things out. <laughs> I, I faintly remember that. But like, I'm totally going to own the whole world by the time I'm 25. <laughs> Shit. Okay, 32. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. So like, God damn it. Yeah, exactly. So this time I'm just setting it a little further. I'm going to own the whole world by the time I'm 63. <laughs> I'm going to own the world just in time to die. Yeah, you know, but it gives me, it's by the time I'm 63. So it could happen when I'm 45. It could happen when I'm 50. It's just, I'm just giving myself enough of a buffer. All right, can, can just make sure there's a good sandwich shop and a good noodle place and give me a lifetime free uh meal yeah type and if thing. and if it doesn't happen and i die of disappointment i'll at least be at an appropriate age <laughs> there you go <laughs> you're such an optimist <laughs> or is that optimex <laughs> okay. okay so gorilla bjork whatever her yeah. name is of monsters and men, I don't know. Sklurgen, Bergen, Sturgen. It's like one, one more example before you get into. No, it's uh, one of my favorite YouTube channels. Uh, is this uh, um, this lady who makes? She's called the Queen of Shitty ro- Robots. And so she makes these, uh, like, she makes shitty robots. Like, uh, like she made like a chopping. Machine oh God! For, like, yeah, no, no, that's what. Is that the one you showed me about the, like the shower robot? Yeah, yeah, where it like squirts uh, shampoo on her hair, yeah. and then she's got like a fake hand that just like slaps her head a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she's from uh, uh, I want to say Norway, but it's somewhere in that that like area. Yeah, Scandinavia. Um, yeah, Sweden or something like that. And um, and and so her her last name is spelled G I E R T Z. Uh, her first name's Simone, so everyone, you know, she has people are like, yeah, Simone Gertz or whatever. And but her, she always, she's always saying on her YouTube channel, she's like, actually, it's pronounced Yetch. It's Simone Yetch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do you get any of that from those letters? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's the same thing as Gaelic. <laughs> yeah, I got for a Christmas present one year. I got you know Gaelic to English. Uh, one of those, you know, Gaelic to English dictionaries, right. you know, and I'm, tra- I'm like, oh, this is going to be fucking impossible here. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, like um, that. That uh, I haven't watched it yet, but that movie Lady Bird uh, that's supposed to be like so fantastic, and it has that one actress in it, and her first name's uh, spelled uh, it's like S E O R S I R O S E or something like that, and she's from she's from Ireland, and it's pronounced Searsha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just, you're like what? <laughs> Or like, if you ever meet a a, a girl named um, uh, uh, Siobhan, and that's a, that's an Irish name too, Siobhan, but it's spelled. If you look at it, you would think it was pronounced uh, Siobhan, uh, just by the spelling, because there's like B and all the, like all these weird letters that shouldn't be there if you were going to pronounce it Siobhan. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> okay, so. We're going to go with the mother. Okay. Gryla. Gorilla. Gryla. Francesca. Francesca. <laughs> Dubonnet. <laughs> so, the father. Uh-huh. The troll. The troll. So, there's, like, argument here. Okay. So, there's, like. Some tales, they're both trolls. But, trolls in Icelandic culture are giants. Okay. Okay? Oh, yeah. Like, so, you ever see the movie Troll Hunter? No. Uh, yeah, check that movie out. It's on Netflix. It's, and, yeah, they, they fight giant trolls. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, sometimes they're referred to as trolls. To me, trolls are tiny little things. Protect your garden, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, or Dobby from freaking yeah. Uh, you well, they know. stand on a bridge and they have questions. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey. I'm gonna ask you all kinds of inappropriate shit because I'm bored because I live under a bridge and I need some goddamn conversation. Yeah. Now I just distinctly remember that there was some some difficulty with the father's name. Oh God. Yeah, let me get to it. Lepaluoi? <laughs> it's spelled L-E-P-P-A-L-U. Okay. Apostrophe over the U. Okay. O, some backwards thing that I have no idea what it is over the O. Right. <laughs> I. Okay. That's probably, so, pre- that's probably pronounced, yeah. Yeah, that's it's probably. Francesca and Fred. Okay, fair enough. Let's do it. <laughs> so, he's the father. All right. Of, of 13 Yule lads. Right. right. And, mm-hmm. but, he's Grilla's third husband. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And it wasn't like like some kind of like polyamory thing going on, right. where she had like three husbands at one time. She just had two previous failed marriages. Well, it depends on what you consider failure. Did she eat them? <laughs> she did. Oh my god! <laughs> she totally did. I pulled that right out of my ass. <laughs> well, you pulled the right answer right out of your ass. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Where she's 
what you pulled out of your ass, Lurbergers. <laughs> Maybe. That's just pronounced Peter. Alright, so. <laughs> Gorilla is a domineering woman. Apparently. <laughs> she is often shown beating and berating her husband. Huh. So, you know. There's like some subdom stuff going on hey, there. Hey, hey you know what? Whatever floats be, your boat. He might be into it. Uh, exactly. So. You know, as long as it's consensual. Yep. So this name I'll be able to, to pronounce. All right. So she killed and ate her first husband. Guster. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> My next pet is going to be named Guster. <laughs> <laughs> she killed it and, uh, so she killed Nate she killed Nate Gooster right <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe I called that That's <laughs> her second husband was I'm guessing the pronunciation is Boli okay it's B-O-L-I alright fair enough alright she murdered him too. We don't know if she ate him or not. Okay. But she did murder him. Right. But they had a multitude of troll children. Okay. So when you when you follow the timeline after her second husband, there was like eighty two evil spirit troll things. Oh, so when you say Going multitude, on, you mean multitude. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't playing around. Okay. So she, she, so she was like firing them out like a baseball uh-huh. machine, like a pitching machine. Mm-hmm. All right. Then. But these aren't the Yule Lads. No, these aren't the Yule Lads just yet. Okay. Then she gets her third husband. Fred. Who's a, a lazy sot? That Fred. <laughs> Just rolls right off the tongue. I specifically sent you to the store to get ox milk and seaweed. You came home with nothing. Fred. Lazy ass. Full time at the bar. I'm assuming. So the biggest thing that behind Gorilla and uh, especially Gorilla is that she's like the demon of hunger. It's, it's like the folklore behind it is she's constantly hungry. Okay. So, All right. you know, the Yule lads, they come out, right? Uh-huh. Hey, it's party time. It's Yule time. Yeah. All right, kids. Leave, leave a shoe on your windowsill. And if you're a good kid, we're going to put good stuff in there. If you're a bad kid, we're putting rotten potatoes in there. So, how we talked about last time, about how, you know, all the days leading up to Christmas right. is... 
you know, the Yule lads. If you're a good kid, they're like, oh, oh, here you go, kid. Here's some chocolate. Our mom's worried about dying of hunger, but we have chocolate in our pockets. Here you go. Right. Whatever. Whatever they leave. (laughs) (laughs) But Gorilla comes out on Christmas. Okay. And if you're a bad kid, like if you got some if you got some rotten potatoes in your in your shoe, right. You need to be scared shitless. Because Gorilla's coming to get you. Okay. And she's gonna snatch you up and boil you in a pot <laughs> and eat you. So <laughs> make some naughty kids stupid. Alright. Where's the best, man? Yeah. Some dank ass meat. <laughs> if they're rotten kids, you don't even have to get onions. Yeah. Stuff's pungent. Hey, you know, so, I imagine that'd be a pretty effective to keep some kids in line. <laughs> oh, they better be good or you're gonna get eaten. Oh, I'm totally using it next year. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start around October and be like, What's that you're reading? Oh read this story about gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> she comes in the place of Santa Claus if you're bad. So maybe you should shut the fuck up and eat your goddamn dinner. <laughs> but, so, like, the stories about Grilla and... Um, so, Grilla and her husband that had, like, 82... There was, like, 82 evil trolls... Okay. They condensed them down to 13, but then they made the the Yule Lads. They they took the 82 from there, uh-huh. from her second husband, right. <coughs> and the 13 from her new husband, and they kind of combined them. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, because I was, I was worried there for a second that it was a situation where there was 82 from the second husband... And then she ate a bunch of them, except for like thirteen, and those became the Yule lads. But no, no. the Yule lads are Fred's kids. You've totally. Right. Okay. All right. That's fine. <coughs> I just, I just had to do a little, you know, kids Mori yeah. investigation before I understood. But okay, got it. But you know, as far as the lore goes, they they basically combine the eighty-two, thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I mean, like, in, in, and as we all know, if you've listened to any episode, you know that uh, I'm not a mathologist. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go ahead and round it up. I'm assuming that means that there's 1,600 kids. About that. Okay. But they're all combined into 13. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. That's what, that involves, that involves but, like, magic numbers and shit, <laughs> I'm assuming. Serious calculus. <laughs> That's all math for people way smarter than me. Did you carry the one? No. I Damn. always forget to do that. <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually don't even know how to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're a shitty kid, and you get 
rotten potatoes in your shoe that you left on the on the windowsill, you're fucked. Right? Pack a bag, change your name, get as far as possible. <laughs> I don't know, eat some pineapple or something to make you tastier. I don't know, do something good in your, with your life. <laughs> So she comes around and she, uh, she also, so I apologize in advance if anybody lost their, their kids this Christmas to a giant witch who's got a beard and four heads. somehow managed to pull three husbands. And, and... (laughs) Eyes in the back of her head and managed to pull three husbands. Yeah. It's like because the third one. The third he, one was yeah. just like, oh, whatever, gorilla. Yeah. Just you, do do what you got to do. <laughs> Go eat children. <laughs> Go eat children. Well, I mean, you know, from, from this description, clearly, not only is she just so beautiful, but she also has just, like, the best personality, too. Oh, she also has cloven feet. <laughs> Even better. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, but so... The, 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 the days before TV. So, like, the stories of Grella are so horrific that Iceland actually passed a law... In 1786, making it illegal to scare the shit out of your kids by saying that some cloven foot, bearded, multi-headed, multi, uh, multi, uh, eyed, um, she ogress was coming to get you. And was going to boil you alive. They literally passed the law. Wow. <laughs> they were like, quit fucking with your kid's head, goddammit. I wonder if any, I wonder if any, like, child murderers use that as an excuse. Like, oh no, I don't, I'm, Francesca showed up. <laughs> I snatched up my kid and ate him. Totally. Totally. It totally happened. <laughs> that totally happened. <laughs> okay, so now we know about the Yule lads. Yeah, we, we sure know do. about Grilla. Yeah, and we know about her lazy uh, husband, third husband, third husband, and his eighty-two stepchildren. Uh, eighty-two stepchildren that he just somehow magically combined with the thirteen Yule lads. So. They associate Grilla with the fear of starvation, which okay. obviously in the 13th century. It was a concern. You know, yeah, yeah. A concern. Sure. And so that's why you have the 13 Yule lads. It's like the pot licker. Right. The spoon stealer, or no, sausage stealer. Sausage stealer, yeah. And there's a spoon licker. Yeah. There's a lot of ones that associate around food. Okay, that makes sense. So it was, you know, the lures from fear of starvation. Right. Well, and, and I, you know, I think I had, I had mentioned when you were saying that uh, telling the tale 
is that it reminded me a lot of, um, you know, that when that early scene in The Hobbit, when the dwarves show up at uh, Bilbo's house, and then they just start cooking all his food and eating it, and he's all freaked out. Um, and uh, no, that makes that makes a lot of sense. It's you know, it's very, very similar in that regard. But I throw it, I throw a little bit to the listeners. I'd actually like, I'd like to hear from the listeners a little bit. Uh, if you go on the Facebook, you know, if you've listened to last uh, last time's episode, last week's episode, uh, I'd like, I'd like to know your favorite of the Yule Lads. Me personally, I'm gonna go with the uh, door sniffer. He sounds gonna... like he knows how to party. <sighs> yeah, but you don't want to have cocaine around him. He's got a huge <laughs> nose. You'd be like, dude. You'd be like, what? That's what I do. I sniff things, starting with your door. <laughs> See, like, I've done all the meth. I'm gonna go out and put some rotten potatoes and kids' shoes. <laughs> So, who is, who so my mom knows who to go eat <laughs> so she doesn't hit me again with a wooden spoon. <laughs> who, who would you say would be your favorite of the old lads? Uh, mine would be the spoon licker. <laughs> just simply because I like the idea, you know, just like, you know, baking stuff as a kid. We used to lick the, the beaters yeah. or lick the bowl, yeah, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I'm going Spoon Liquor. Nice, nice, good choice. So, yeah, let us let us know. Let's go, go up on our Facebook page and let us know. We're, we're, we're going to post a picture of all of them. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah, so just go on that post when you see it and let us know who your favorite <laughs> of the Yule Lads is. That uh, would be great. That would be awesome. All right, so, we've got the mother taken care of. Right. got dad taken care of right well kind of yeah he's lazy so they didn't really write a story about him so now we got to go on to the other companion is this the cat it's the christmas cat (laughs) all right Which is, I am not even, it's, it's literally spelled, just Google Christmas cat Iceland. Okay. Because, here's how the name is spelled. All right. J-O apostrophe above it, L-A-K-O double dot above the O. Uh T T. U R I N N. So I'm guessing it's Yolar. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. It's but... um, it's it's pronounced Whiskers. <laughs> Mister <laughs> Mr. Scruffy Pants. Yeah, I like that better. Mr. That's pronounced Mister Scruffy Pants. <laughs> so. so She's basically an angry cat lady who berates her husband at every chance she gets. So she's she's the cat version of Grilla. Uh, no, no, Grilla. I'm saying Grilla is the is the cat lady 
who berates her husband. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So the Christmas cat will snatch and eat children. People want to go back to the good old days. You know what? No. (laughs) Because everything wants to eat children. What the hell? Yeah, the the old days your kids were basically veal. (laughs) Just swinging on the farm. (laughs) So... But like, look at that loaf. Look, they're all tender and soft. They 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 ain't build no muscle yet. Ooh, with a little bit of butter and a bun. <clears throat> so the Christmas cat will snatch and eat children who don't get new clothing for Christmas. So it's the parents' fault for not getting them socks if they got if they got ate by the cat. Exactly. Fucked up. Because they didn't give him new clothes. They didn't give him no socks. Not a scarf. You know, hey, you know what? I mean, if... I know, you know, times times are rough these days, you know? Money's tight. Go to Fala's, man. (laughs) (laughs) The clothes there are dirt cheap, sir. (laughs) Like, don't make your kid Dobby from Harry Potter. People... Raise your kids right. And you know what, parents? Don't feel guilty if you've been saving up for a package of socks. Because socks ain't cheap. Yeah, and you'll be saving fucking lives. Uh-huh. And you'll be saving your child from getting snatched and eaten by the Christmas cat. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> so, there's a... Um, uh, one thing you may know about me is that I have a number of admittedly irrational fears. Like, just stupid, stupid things. True. Uh, like, one one in particular is I have a fear of... And, and to be honest with you, this isn't an original thought. I had read this somewhere. I can't even think of where, but it freaked me out. But I have an irrational fear of having wrist surgery on an airplane. <laughs> like, for some reason, the idea that really freaks me out. Because uh, <laughs> that is such... A common thing. Yeah, happens no. all the time. Uh, another of my, uh, I think, I mean, in my my situation, who I am and how I live, I think this is an irrational fear, but I have a, a serious fear of, uh, what do they call it, like boot rot, uh, like uh, like uh, swamp swamp foot. Swamp foot, okay, okay. I was like, oh, you're worried about your boots? <laughs> No, it's, I, I've, I've heard it as boot rot, like, you know, like, uh, uh, like military. Yeah, jungle like, rot. Yeah, yeah, jungle rot. That, yeah, there we yeah. go. Like, and I, there's no instance of me, like, being in danger of What jungle are you rot. talking about? Quit being so humble. We know you just got back from that super secret mission. <laughs> JTF-6 in Columbia. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, DJT and crew sent me and my elite team to go try and stir some shit up in Vietnam again because shit isn't bad enough. Um, <laughs> uh, but to the to the point actually is that I used to, um, and I actually stopped doing this maybe about ten years ago. But from the time I I got my first job when I was 16 until I was probably about 26 or so, um, I never wore a pair of socks twice. 
every single time I got paid, I would buy uh, two new packages of socks. And then I'd wear them, and I'd uh, wear them one day, and then I'd put them, you know, in a bag. Uh, and then, you know, kind of when the bag was full, I'd wash them all, and then I'd, uh, you know, donate them uh, somewhere. <laughs> like, I mean, they're practically brand new. I don't, like, go all crazy yeah. on a daily basis. I mean, there's only so much damage you can do to your socks while you're sitting on a fucking couch. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was so afraid of... Uh, that like for whatever reason it skeezes me out so bad that I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't wear socks twice. <laughs> I won't say his name, but that probably totally freaked you out the night that when we were still working at the gas station together. Yeah, where he was like literally like chiseling his socks off him all. And, yeah. His do you remember? Do you remember where I was? <laughs> you, you you turned around and went right back inside. I was inside, <laughs> and I wasn't looking out the window either. Yeah. I found something to do. I never worked harder <laughs> at that job than those fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I've never seen you so pale in my life. It's like. We walk around the corner of the building. We see that <laughs> you're pa- you were paler than me, and you were inside. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's I it's a le- legitimate concern for me. And when I say legitimate, I mean not legitimate at all. Like I don't <laughs> like it's not going to happen to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, you should have been out there for the rest of the conversation. Fuck no. <laughs> But, uh, Skin just keeps peeling off. I don't understand. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. So, so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. Uh, maybe my own uh, like Christmas legend, based off of myself. I have to come up with a cool name for myself, and and the, the legend will be is that I I travel around and try and save the children from the Christmas cat by passing out. My gently used socks. <laughs> well, you know, we just got to give you a cool, like, last name. Because, you know, Chris Kringle, you're yeah. Chris. Fuckers. Maybe we can go Chris Pringle. And you, like, you know, like, double up the socks on, like, a can of Pringles. Yeah. And you pass them out that way. But, like, here you go. Here's a pair of fresh socks. Well... Mostly fresh socks and some jalapeno cheddar Pringles. Yeah, I want. I want to be. You know, I want to be the Christmas version of like Johnny Appleseed, but with worn, worn once socks. <laughs> once worn socks. I only and I only wear black socks, so that's what you're getting. <laughs> oh, sir. It was so great. Chris Pringle visited me. Hope you're a size 12, young one. I'm just a wee lad. And now I have thigh-high socks. I'm so warm for the holidays. And I've got some sour cream. These are special... These are special... uh, 
Socks that also function as underwear. For you, little one. <laughs> Wee lad. You're so jumped out, you can use this sock as a sleeping bag. There you go. Congratulations. Oh, happy day. It's, it's the greatest holiday of my life. Cut some finger holes in them shits and you can start a grunge band. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's what I got as far as like the addendum to the, the last podcast. Nice. Like, get, buy your kids some fucking socks for Christmas. <laughs> Something, anything that they can wear. But if they leave a shoe on the windowsill and in the morning you see rotten potatoes in it, just write them off. Yeah. Just be like, uh, well, Derek, it was so nice to know you. <laughs> or or you just become what we like to call on the lam. <laughs> looking over, your, looking over Christ- your shoulder that for the Christ- rest of your life. That Christmas cat catch you. It's just every it's cat you see you. all, oh, shit. <laughs> it's hard life. So, yeah. Yay, the Christmas cat! So just buy the socks and avoid avoid the life of a fugitive. Maybe Chris Pringle will, will give your kids some clothing. So, to prevent the Christmas cat from yep. snatching and eating them. Yep. I, I, I bring gifts. <laughs> Black gold toe size twelve socks. Hooray! I got pants. <laughs> they just <laughs> God bless you, Chris Pringle. Oh God! I just snorted a mic. <laughs> Uh, I've got a full belly of potato paste (laughs) chips and some new sock pants God bless us everyone (laughs) and I use the good fabric softener when I wash them shit so I used downing on that shit, suckers. That's right. When I put well, it in the dryer, I threw a snuggle dryer sheet in it. No, here's here's the thing, though, is that <coughs> kind of an unintended but very welcome sort of side effect of uh, uh, living like a maniac, as I used to, um, is that I mean, you know, you know what it's like to wear like a brand new pair of socks. Like you're walking around all day. It feels good, right? Oh like, yeah, they're, no, they're great. It's amazing. So in that ten years, I had that feeling. Every day. Like walking on clouds, man. My feet were never happier. I don't know why I stopped, to be honest with you. No, it's, it's, I, I don't know. It just it felt wasteful. <laughs> I felt like I was like just being a bad human. 
being like, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid of jungle riding, so I'm going to fucking... <laughs> What's the lesson that your dad taught you? Spend your money on things that keep you between you and the ground? Yes, things that separate you from you and the ground. So spend, invest in your, your bed, your couch, your chair, your wheels on your car. And your I just shoes. Took, your shoes. And I just took it a step further and added the socks in that. <laughs> like, thanks, Dad. Yeah. I could be retired right now if I didn't spend so much money on socks back in my 20s. Every, every paycheck, man. At least $15 was to socks. No, you're right, though. The, the, that first time, you know, like, when you don't even, you don't even bother p- putting them away in a drawer. You oh, just no. take them, like, still out of the plastic bag, and you're like, yeah. you slide them on, you're like, oh, oh. I put the whole plastic bag in the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you pull a pair out and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. This isn't even fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, this, at, some, at some point in your life, I, ch- I, say, you know, I, I think everyone should try and live like a 16th century, century like French king. Like... It's it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, y'all thought we were done, but we're not. I've got some spooky for you. What? Yep. You brought some spooky. I brought some spooky, sir. To the spooky podcast. To the spooky podcast. What? So you're going to be listening to this shit later today, hopefully. <laughs> and that means that coming up is the final of the holiday season. Which is New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. And, of course, there's some creepy-ass shit revolving around New Year's. Okay. Uh, and it's really not so much that it's like... There's, there's no... I, I haven't really found anything that's like, like supernatural or... But it all involves just sort of weird-ass like traditions and uh, superstitions that people kind of do. Um, so, uh, in, uh, so, you know, we're going to kind of do some traveling around the world here in, in Chile, uh, it's, there's, there's a tradition, uh, for, to spend New Year's Eve, uh, sleeping close to, uh, your deceased family's gravestones. Spend the night at the graveyard on New Year's Eve. Okay. Uh... You know, and pretty much all of these, like, revolve around, like, this idea of you do whatever tradition and, like, I think this one is, like, appeasing the, the spirits of your family and then so that means that they'll look after you uh, in the coming year. Yeah, and that, and that you know, you, you haven't forgotten about them. Right, exactly. Uh, here's, here's one that's uh, <laughs> uh, not so good. It used to be uh, that people believed that uh, basically women will bring you bad luck. Just women in general will bring you bad luck on New Year's Eve. So, on or New Year's Day, actually. It, is, it was believed that if the first person to call you or call on you 
as they used to say, uh, on New Year's Day, basically the first person that you interact with, if it was a woman, that your whole year is fucked. She's going to bring bad luck on you uh, for the All rest right, of I'm the year. I'm texting you at 12.01. I'm going to call you, but I'll text you. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Uh, Actually, I'll make sure it's right at midnight. Just in case, you know, that one, that one minute could, everybody blown up everybody's phone and stuff, so. Right, right. Yeah, apparently in 1866, um. How about you just hang out with me on New Year's Eve, and then right at midnight, you'll be the first one I kiss, and then everything will be fine after that. Alright, fair enough, fair enough. (laughs) Um, I don't know how we're going to work it out with I'm not, my wife. I'm not, not going to say it's going to be like a deep kiss, but, you know, yeah, well, we can do the whole French thing, kiss each other's cheeks and sure, stuff. Sure, yeah, I mean, you know, there's time for all that. Well, no, because on New Year's Day, do you realize what I have to do on New Year's Day? What do you have to do on New Year's Day? I have to make sure that we have black-eyed peas. Okay. Not the band, but Better, black-eyed yeah. peas. All right. Because eating black-eyed peas on New Year's Day is supposed to bring you good luck for the rest of the year. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. No. I have to do some investigation on it. (laughs) That's all right. Black-eyed peas are good, especially if they're kind of buttery. Well, yeah. Real good. I was like, am I allowed to, like, do I just have to eat black-eyed peas? Or can I add some ham and onions, make some Hoppin' John's? I'm sure that'd probably be fine, as long as the black-eyed peas are in there. Yeah, make some dirty rice with the yeah. black-eyed peas. Yeah, there you go. Nice. But, apparently, on New Year's Day of 1866, and this doesn't say here like exactly <laughs> where, but it specifies the year, 1866, is that uh, uh, doors were locked up to keep females from entering a house. Like, wherever this is, it doesn't say, but they would literally not let women into the house on New Year's Day. Just to make sure. Well, that's in the Bible. Probably. Blech. Blech. (laughs) Just the whole whole idea. Like, uh, how antiquated. Christ. Anyway. (laughs) So, on top of that, another superstition is that nothing... Not even garbage is supposed to leave your house on New Year's Day. Uh, Supposedly because if you leave or anything else leaves the house, apparently it sets the tone for everyone and everything to leave you throughout the year. Oh, okay. So. All right, sweet. Optimistic. Mm -hmm. Uh... So Can you take the trash out? No, it's New Year's Day, babe. Can't Sorry, do it. can't do it. Can't do it. Because if I take out the garbage, um, you're going to leave me in April. <laughs> yeah. And they're all, wait a minute. I shouldn't be talking to you. Crap. Oh, <laughs> I let got... you in the house. Shit. Damn it. I took the garbage out and let you in the <laughs> house. Shit. My ear's fucked. <laughs> I'm going to be lonely. Um, supposedly, uh, the, uh, you need to pay attention to the color of the underwear that you're wearing on New Year's Day. Oh, okay. Uh, that will also sort of set a tone. So, uh, like, so say, you know, you're looking for love. You want to find, uh, a partner. 
So put on some red underwear on New Year's Day. Okay. And uh, supposedly that'll help out your situation at some point. Well, that's good. During the um, year. Uh, this one I find really How do hilarious. I keep love? Because I'm not, like, looking for love. So I'm just, I want right. to keep love. I don't know. I, I don't, don't have any red underwear. All right. Yeah, we'll have to do some research so on that. So should I go with, like, a neutral tone? Yeah, like a like gray? A yellow, maybe, like, a yellow or something. Maybe uh, Yellow that I'm happy? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, what I'm thinking. Uh. Anyway, this one I think is fucking hilarious. Uh, in Romania, people uh, on, New Year's, <laughs> on New Year's Day, uh, apparently they walk around uh, with their ears to animals that they encounter, listening to the animals. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, because <laughs> it is said in Romania that if you... Don't hear an animal talk. You're in luck for the new year. Oh, wow. That sounds like that would be a relatively easy thing to do to ensure yeah. good luck. Yeah, I think they have pretty good years in Romania, apparently. <laughs> uh, this one's a little uh, creepster as far as I'm concerned. Uh, say you're dealing with... Some unrequited love. You've, you're in love with someone, but they don't they don't return said feelings. Uh-huh. Well, on New Year's Eve, get yourself a picture of them and sleep with it on your pillow. And uh, yeah, and then you know what happens on New Year's Day? You're creeping around their bushes in the, in the backyard, all. I slept with you last night. <laughs> right, but the hope is is that they'll uh, they'll finally uh, return your love. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking people, man. That's the thing about this podcast that I'm just really enjoying, <laughs> especially with these sorts of things. It's just, God, people are fucking bananas. <laughs> I love it. Well, bananas are good. Right. It's a good source of potassium. Yeah, they bring good luck. Prevents uh prevents uh you know cramps. Yeah, especially especially just uh um if uh, so go to bananas especially when you when you go to bed on New Year's Eve, make sure that you're holding a banana tightly in your sphincter and that if you can hold it all night, that will bring you good luck. <laughs> For the upcoming year. <laughs> I think you just pulled that out of your ass. I did, and it was a little difficult getting around the banana. <laughs> it was, because I'm going to make sure this is a great new year. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, they used to, and this is the last one I want to go with, and then we're going to wrap this up. We want to take the creeper level to a whole new plateau. Uh... Apparently, they used to publish guides on uh, how to, like, basically, you have a, you know, it's 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 more in that like unrequited love situation. Mm. Um, but this very romantically uh, refers to them as your target. Um, so <laughs> the guide that they would publish would be like good ways for on New Year's Eve to steal kisses from your target. 
you know. Sounds like a romantic version of Taken all of a sudden, <laughs> or a James Bond movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, as, as, what... as we've been learning very, uh, very clearly in the past year, is that uh, uh, it seems like the majority of the people don't understand the meaning of the words consent, the word consent. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, they used to publish guides on how to... Uh, Steal a uh, kiss? Like uh, what? You have yeah. a like you leave a pickle on your lips because you know she likes pickles. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how you would have chapters on on such a thing, but apparently there's lots of different uh, strategies and techniques on how to uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of creepy assault your target on uh, uh, at the at the ball drop. So there you go. Good old New Year's Eve. And New Year's At the Day. ball drop? So hopefully your balls drop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might be a chapter. <laughs> that might be a chapter. Drop your balls <laughs> when the ball drops. By having a pickle <laughs> on your lip. <laughs> oh, people are so fucked up. <laughs> and so on that note, I think we're going to wrap up the last spooky episode of 2017. Oh my god, we're going into t- year two? <laughs> Even though it's not like really year two. Yeah, we didn't start like, like at the beginning. It's we like, started, like, you know, it's, it's totally like, you know. But yeah, so- we're, go- we're going into season two of Spooky. <laughs> the Spooky Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So, all you kids out there... You know, make sure you have a pickle on your lip on mm-hmm. New Year's. Mm-hmm. Wear some red underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep at the grave of a, a deceased loved one. Get your uh, get your girlfriend a hotel room or something. Like, don't be shitty about it. Like, don't make her sleep in the yard. <laughs> I mean, you're already being pretty shitty in, in the beginning. At least, kind of, if you're gonna go that route, you know. Spring for spring for a, a room at the you know Hampton Inn or something, <laughs> or the University Lodge. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, for those of you listening, not in uh, Albuquerque or New Mexico, um, you know, just watch a few episodes of Breaking Bad, and you'll see the University Lodge, you'll, you'll and totally you'll understand. <laughs> hey. I'm at least saying University Lodge and not Hotel One or whatever it's called. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, the lady, and the lady that runs uh, uh, University Lodge, uh, she's a delight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she really is. Yeah. Um, I think her name is uh, Gorilla. I think is what her name is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the staff is the Yule Lads. <laughs> They'll be coming back, you know, day by day, because it's after Christmas. So now they're leaving. They all now they all leave one every day. Right. So they might be a little understaffed at the moment. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's I mean, it's still holiday season. It's hard to get a, you know, it's hard to buy like. You know, thirteen airline tickets all at once. Yeah. The same flight. So yeah, doing it day by day. That makes sense. So let's do some shout-outs. I'm sure we got some shout-outs. Oh, always got some shout-outs. So, 
Uh, my first shout out is going to be to those of you in Albuquerque. Uh, Rocket Hair Salon. Mm-hmm. Then if you get on the Facebooks. Yeah. You got Bad Philosopher. Right. And you want to do got, some thinking? You want to do some some uh, conversing? Yeah, check out that Bad Philosopher. Uh-huh. You, you want to get? You want to feed that cauliflower that's in your head? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, feel dumb <laughs> when some of the people chime in. Bad. No, it's really no, it's really it's really good. Yeah, no, it's really it's really interesting, and uh, you know, and I'm gonna be honest, I haven't I I lurk, I lurk about and read, but I don't contribute. Yeah, because no. uh, yeah, no, I'm an administrator, and I just lurk. I'm all, what the hell are they saying now? <laughs> right. Holy shit, that's really smart. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> I'm scared to contribute. And then there's Android Vision mm-hmm. on the Facebooks. Yep. If you like horror. Yep. Horror movies in particular, right? Uh-huh, yeah. It's basically, it's basically like uh, uh, MST3K, but with horror movies, and with, in my opinion, cooler people. Yep. So. Gotta yeah. agree with you on that. There you go. Uh, and then, uh, uh, in, the, in the podcast realm, partially podcast realm, uh, uh, as I say every week, our good friend, Curly Talapoyawa, the hardcore archaeologist. Hardcore. Real, hardcore. This guy's a real life Indiana Jones. And uh, he does uh, he does cool ass videos. You can see him on Facebook. He does a podcast. He has he writes articles and books. And uh, he's real fucking smart. And he's real fucking like cool. And sometimes I hate him a little bit because uh, a little you know, bit, a little bit jealous. Yeah, just, I mean, just a little, little bit. bit. Just no, a little bit. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm if, I know you and I, Freaky Friday, at the beginning of this, at the top of this podcast for about five minutes. But, you know, I wouldn't mind doing that with Curly, maybe, for an hour. That'd be cool. I'd like oh, no. to see what every it's time, like to be no, Curly Every time I see him post, and he, he's like, oh, I'm on a dig. I'm all, oh. Because right? I wanted to be an archaeologist so badly. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Indiana Jones. Seriously. Yeah, I, no, I, I actually, I believe that probably whoever he's working with, like, in the back of their minds, they're like, if anything goes down, if a, if a fucking mountain lion comes out from nowhere and attacks us, I'm going to stand behind Curly, because he'll probably punch it to death. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, hardcore archaeologist. And then, finally, it's the shout-outs for us. We've got a couple of things. You can go on our Facebook. I mentioned it before. Uh, let us know what you, uh, which is your favorite you at uh, facebook.com uh, slash the spooky podcast. And we also have a Patreon. If you like this podcast and you want to support it, uh, go over to uh, patreon.com slash the spooky podcast and just throw us a couple of bucks. And that will really help us out to keep making these. And, and on top of that, you'll get access to once a month. We have an extra large, we call it the extra large uh, patron episode, which is us talking about random crap. It's mostly stuff cut out of uh, these these episodes because uh, Shane and I actually tend to talk uh, for like six hours, and so I have to cut a lot out. And so, but we but uh, they're still entertaining. So I'd like you guys to hear them, and you can hear them on those special 
uh, podcasts that uh, come on the first of every month, and uh, there's going to be uh, you know other things that we'll be posting. Uh, we, we have a plan for uh, whenever Shane gets around to seeing The Last Jedi, we're going to do a totally spoilerific oh, review yeah. of it, and we'll have that up there sometime. It's totally um, happening. So look forward it's to that. Totally happening this weekend. We really, we really appreciate the support. We appreciate you guys listening. You guys made 2017 pretty, pretty dope. Considering that, uh, you know, 2017 wasn't that great, but you guys made it real great. So we appreciate you. And uh, so we'll see you next year. Next year? Yep. On speed. Oh, it's only like yeah, it's six only, days away. That's not even that long, dude. It's like three days away. Oh. What day is it? I hate working graveyards. I never know what day it is. Today's like the 29th. I'm like, it's the 19th, right? Shane, it's the fucking 27th. We did Christmas last week. Oh, shit. Yeah. So we'll see see you next year. Hope you guys have a really, really happy new year. We love you. We appreciate you. Most definitely. We'll talk to you next time on Spooky. The Spooky Podcast. Bye. Bye.